Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a hurry-up edition of the pod. This is our Florida Gator subreddit podcast. This is Tofrey Gator. That is Latan Diego. Smile and wave. As you all can see, I'm smiling and waving broadly. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, what I can honestly say is probably the most dramatic podcast ever. Pulling my inner bachelor out. <laughs> this isn't going to be dramatic at all, but it should be fun and exciting and a good time for actual football fans and not the exclusively fans of uh, only Florida Gators football. Yes. Um, Zeus is also probably joining us here momentarily. Um, he's a little bit of a boomer, even though he's also like, what, 22? I say he's he's a solid decade or so yeah. under us. Uh, but somehow the most boomer of the three of us can He's like he's like twelve and yet in his eighties simultaneously. It's a miracle, a modern miracle. So um we are gonna be picking some games for this week. Um and yeah, I guess we'll just go kind of rapid fire and uh share thoughts on games as we have them. Yeah, sounds like a plan. All right. We're gonna start with Nebraska at Oklahoma. Oklahoma is favored by 22. Man, can you imagine how Nebraska fans would have felt two or three years ago when Scott Frost was hired, seeing this line coming into the Oklahoma game? (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. 90,000 strong in their stadium. Every single game, of course. They fill it up. Yeah. And I'm sure they would be like, well, I don't know. Adrian Martinez must be hurt, or he must have already gone into the draft or something. Yeah, yeah. He won the Heisman the year before. Everybody left. Mm -hmm. This is just our our, our rebound year. This is the rebuild year after the national championship. Uh Yeah, national championship hangover. Happens to everybody. Happened to Orgeron and LSU. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is, you know, as much as I want to take Nebraska here, I can't. They're bad. I feel like they're just embarrassingly bad. Give me Oklahoma, minus 22. Agreed. Yep. I'm all over Oklahoma. Um, uh, oh, go on. I mean, I'd be willing to go up to like 30 on this. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like I, I really want to be able to take Nebraska. Just, um, you know, they go all out for the Oklahoma game. But yeah, damn, they're bad. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma, they're not like, I don't, I still don't consider them elite, but they're a good team and good teams will take care of Nebraska. I think this is the opposite where Oklahoma is going to be willing to lay it on them because I mean, this this out of conference game is a big time opponent, you know, Mm -hmm. it's what the people are paying for. I almost made a comment that they were going to, you know, the lead the big 12 in style and just throw it all throw the book at them. But I forget Nebraska's not at the big 12. Yeah. What a, what a failure of a conference. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Michigan state at Miami. Miami favored by six and a half. Been looking forward to this one for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like both of us have. I think I think we might both go the same direction here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wanna, uh, go first I'm, here. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Michigan State outright. I think they go in, they snatch that chain, and they walk out with the victory. Yeah, those those Miami fans. I mean, they did have one of the more memeable moments with the cat rescue mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. Which is an epic video. Something else happened in that. I feel like something else happened too. Where I might be forgetting. Either way, yeah. Give you Michigan State and outright. I could see it happening. I think it'll be close. It, yeah, it, it seems like a really close game. Six and a half seems like way too much. Like I, I could go as much as three in either direction, and it'll be right in that ballpark. 
but Michigan State for sure covers. Yeah. Um. All right. FSU at Wake. Wake favored by four and a half. You know, it, like I don't want to just let my bias seep into all these games, but having watched FSU play and knowing what Wake Forest can do under their current coach, Clawson, who is a good coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me Wake Forest. Give me okay. Wake Forest. That FSU team is bad. They're going to feel bad. They should feel bad. And like while they want to scrap and compete and come back, I just don't think they're well coached enough or have been well coached enough the past five years to be able to do that. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence here. Um, this is a tough one. I think I might go with FSU just to make this interesting. Um, because like I, I could see this being one of those things where they're still really like way more talented than Wake, even as depleted and shitty as their roster is. And like I still don't think that Norvell is like Taggart bad, but I think they just they fucked around and they they played with their food and it came back to bite them last week. Um, I don't know. They could be real bad though. They could. Th- this could also be like go completely the other way and just be like a complete ass whooping from Wake. If the line was zero, would that change your mind a big bit here? Do you think it's going to be close? Do you think FSU is going to win this outright? I mean, I could see it. Um, you know what? Give me FSU. I think they lose, but I think it's close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, we should be writing these down, shouldn't we? Ooh, that would be the smart decision. Yeah. I you didn't think of that ahead. until just now. I can... Okay, we're back on. Zeus just right. joined us. Hey, Zeus, you, it sounds like you have a pretty cool line about joining us late. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't practice it in my car on the way over, I promise. So now we welcome to the show Zeus Apollo, showing up halfway through. Just like Anthony Richardson this week, showing up halfway through to turn this boat around. Goddamn right. Oh, what a yeah. great On your feet and everything. You just pulled that off the dome, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Smooth. I didn't even stumble once after pra- all that not practice. Okay. Rapid fire. Nebraska, Oklahoma, minus 22. How are you feeling? I'm picking Oklahoma. Uh, I don't trust Nebraska to score like anything that isn't mm-hmm. garbage time. 22 is a big number, but like if, you know, you can't plan for garbage time, I don't think. Yeah. So I'm picking Oklahoma. Uh, Michigan State at Miami. Uh, I'm picking Michigan State. Uh, I think Miami is thoroughly, not thoroughly overrated, just a little bit overrated. Overrated enough that I think Michigan State can cover. And FSU, FSU at Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Give spe- Wake Forest, please. Damn, I guess I'm I'm alone on the FSU keeps it close bandwagon. No. Yep. I mean, like, not four yep. and a half close. Who's even favored in that game? Wake Forest, right? Yeah. All right, yeah, I don't, yeah. I think Wake Forest wins by a touchdown. Fair enough. All right. And I was definitely listening that whole entire time and not writing down stuff because we, we have definitely been keeping up with all these picks as we go. <laughs> your, yes. first pick, your first pick, you took uh, Oklahoma to cover 22 points? Yeah. Okay. I just assumed because that seems like a given for everybody here. But, yeah. All right. Let's move along. We got the next the next big game. Is it Cincinnati at Indiana, Windiana? Cincinnati that is, is the one favorite. Mm-hmm. Zeus, you want to uh, go first on this? Yeah, and I'm uh, thinking Cincinnati. Yeah. 
I'm think I'm thinking Cincinnati. I like I'm not a big believer in the group of five, so to speak. I think their peak kind of is around the mid to high twenty. No, the the mid teens. But Indiana is not so Indiana. I think Cincinnati wins, and I think they do so comfortably. Yeah, I agree. This is my stone cold lock of the week. That's going to be a new thing that I do. I'm gonna. It's going to be like a, a whole personality. I'm going to be do like. I have a, to throw a beer at you. Yeah, I'm going to be. I'm going to be like. A, you know, like macho football guy on this. Oh, you're pulling out a leather jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, wow. Oh. Wow. And like and Bruce. and my assless chaps. <laughs> you're shaving your head while you're doing this. And you're <laughs> it's very a beer. confusing. I'm sending mixed signals. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This PG podcast. Well, chill with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I painted it rainbow colored. Whoa! I call it the rainbow snake. It's really more <laughs> of an earthworm. All right. No, but seriously, yeah, uh, Cincinnati. All day. This is. I, I think they could like blow the doors off of Indiana, po- possibly. I was hoping I'd pull one over on you two with with this because I mean I was going to take Cincinnati too. But since you both went Cincinnati, and we all know that I'm a big Indiana fan under mm-hmm. that head coach and everything, I, but I'll take Indiana. Why not? All right. I'll, I'll be the crazy person to do it. I'll, I'll if Indiana wins it, I I'm happy for the Cinderella story against the G5 team, and I'm always happy when a G5 team kind of has the bottom fall out just to remind them of their place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, Virginia Tech at West Virginia. West Virginia. Is West Virginia favored there? Uh, Yeah, yeah. they are by three and a half. That's interesting. That is weird. These are two teams I have not seen a lot of, but what little I have seen, it's been West Virginia not being great. Yeah. Yeah. They give me Virginia, on there? Give me hey, Virginia give me, Tech. I think I'm probably one of the biggest Virginia Tech fans out there, and I'm going to take them here. All right. Yeah, they, yeah me too. Yeah, agreed. I'll, yeah. I pick them to win outright, if anything. I mean, it's a three-and-a-half line, according to the notes that we have here, favoring West Virginia. So give me VTech outright. Look, I don't make typos. If it says it here, this is the line. Oh, absolutely. No mistakes. <laughs> no mistakes. They're coming. No mistakes a lot for a reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We do call them that. Yeah. It's rolls off the tongue. Um, okay. So are we going to skip the three yeah, that we skip, talked about skip skipping? Few, uh, and jump to UCF Louisville? Yeah. Uh, Louisville is a seven-point underdog here. Yeah, that seems right. I don't know. I think I go UCF here. I, fuck them all day and all night, but like Louisville is also not doing super hot, I don't think. Yeah, this feels like right on, like exactly what I would say UCF by seven. Um, I'll go with Louisville since they're at home. That's a good point. I did watch uh, Louisville play one game this year. They played Ole Miss to open the season, and they were getting their ass kicked for a good while. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seemed to kind of figure it out a little later. I don't know. I didn't watch them the game afterwards. Uh, UCF, it, it, this new head coach, um, I don't think anybody's ever heard of him before, mm-hmm. but he seems like Real he kind of knows what he's doing. Like he's a solid enough coach. I, I think that he'll be able to cover seven. <laughs> he doesn't really have a lot of experience in big time games, I don't think. 
Uh, yeah. This would be a big right. test for him, for sure. A big away game. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, okay. Uh, let's skip the next one. Unless you really wanted to. The the uh, only reason that I had included that was uh, was for, for was for one of our biggest fans. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, we, we have to create a line here. Should we set that first before before revealing revealing the teams? Yeah. So I think the FCS team there is probably not very good, like by FCS standards. It would have to be if there wasn't a line. I would think. Um, like if it was South Dakota yeah. State playing, then maybe there would be. That'd be yeah. a fun game. But let's let's go with 30, 35 for the line. Is that yeah. Fair? Okay. Sure. Thirty five. Yep. Sure. All right, Albany at Syracuse is the uh, the matchup right here. Two elite teams that everybody wants to know about. Shout out to Taco Bell Mel. Uh, by just because we're doing it for her, I'm going to pick Syracuse. All right. Yeah, I, I don't pander to people. I uh, I pick. <laughs> I truly believe in my heart, and I'm sorry, but I got to go Albany here. Um, this is uh. I think this is Dino Baber's last stand. <laughs> I think this is his Alamo. Oh, Baber's no. last stand. I like that. It's got a good ring to it, too. He draws the line at Albany. Right. <laughs> so we got two two for Q's here? Yep. All right. All right. Uh, Tulane at Ole Miss. Ole Miss favored by 14. Give me Ole Miss. Um, Matt Corral has yet to throw an interception this year, from what I understand. Is that accurate? That is accurate, I believe. And and I, I don't think he's thrown very many interceptable balls either. It's not like he should have had some. He's yeah. done so far against bad teams, but he's done well. Yeah, was that the stat that I saw? I saw something from PFF. I think it may have been that, that he's not only has he not thrown any interceptions, he's actually thrown no interceptable passes so far. I, I, I would believe it. I don't remember him throwing anything that I'm like, oh my god, he, here comes the uh, the bad mat. And yeah, I, I assume it's coming, but yeah. So Tulane is Tulane's a little bit feisty this year, to use an overused term in the industry. Mm-hmm. They they took Oklahoma right to the end at a 35-40 game. They scored, I think, far more importantly, a very nice score against Morgan State last week. Um, I'll let you figure that one out. I think I'm going to go Tulane to keep it ironically close. I, like they got to have some kind of adversity this year, right? Uh, Ole Miss, that is. Like I, I don't think I don't think they're going to let Matt Corral just do Matt Corral stuff I, as much as usual. At least I, I'm going to pick Tulane just to be divisive here. Also, 69. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ole Miss fans are are always they're, they're used to pain and they always expect it, and they're actually really worried about this game. They saw what Tulane did to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I think all of them expect this to be way closer than it should be. Uh, this also just looks like a Vegas trap game where they're trying to entice you to take Tulane. Uh, I'm going to take Ole Miss here. I think they can just score better than most teams. Uh, they have one of the best play callers out there. I think he's proven that. So give me Ole Miss to cover here. Uh, mainly because this just seems like a trap game for Vegas to rack in some cash. Mm-hmm. And they'll drop something they shouldn't lose later. To make up for that, yeah, as a yeah. tradition, I like that. That's good reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Georgia Southern and Arkansas. 
Arkansas favored by 23 and a half. I'm, I don't like this one. I just want to come out and say it. I really don't like this line. I'm split in two directions. The narrative in my mind is obviously dictated entirely by what I think of Arkansas. Cause I really don't have opinions on the other team. Um, so on one hand, I want to see Arkansas do well. I always like seeing the bottom fever, bottom feeder come up and kind of like kick it. But also, I really, really want Texas to have an even worse loss than they already had. It'd be really funny if Arkansas just extra sucks this year. Also, it'd be really funny if somebody else lost to Georgia Southern. I'm going to pick Georgia Southern to cover. The flip side of that being if Georgia Southern does something, then everybody just brings up that stupid-ass game. Mm-hmm. That wants to yeah. Play. Anytime yeah. they do and, anything. And then we turn around and talk about Jacksonville State. It's all good. Yeah. No, I'm going to turn proof now. We're going to turn around and talk about beating Alabama this weekend. So I'm going to do. Goddamn right. I don't really believe that, but <laughs> maybe. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Georgia Southern to backdoor cover this. All um, right, man. Arkansas, they looked fucking legit as hell last week. Um. I was a little worried that that might be a fluke their semi-decent year they had last year. Um, quite a juxtaposition between their situation and FSU's situation. Yeah. Because they both had, like, you know, arguably the two worst head coaching failures in recent memory, like, simultaneously. And, you know, one of them a year and a half later is beating the brakes off Texas, and the other one is losing to fucking Jacksonville State. It's actually really funny to me because I've seen comments uh, on, I think on Reddit, maybe even on Twitter, where they still are using the COVID excuse about having to rebuild through COVID and how much they had to rebuild. Jeez. And showing, like, if you just look at what Arkansas has done, you absolute morons. Like, you can see what (laughs) actual rebuild looks like. It doesn't take that long. Like, maybe Arkansas isn't going to come out there and just beat LSU, A&M, Alabama this year. That We can all understand that. Like, But you don't go and lose to Jacksonville State either if you're actually doing a rebuild the right way. So, you know, I, I enjoy it. It's very it, – it's fun that they're taking that mentality. Give give Norvell a lot of time. Maybe he can get squeeze a fourth year out like Muschamp did, you know, especially because they're poor. That always helps. Uh, so, Zeus, you took Arkansas? Yes, I did. And no, hold on. No, I took. I'm sorry. I took Georgia Southern. You you both took Georgia Southern. Yeah, because it's funny. Yeah, I, I, I actually would find it funny if Arkansas just blew the brakes off of them too, like, or or, or instead, Uh, give me Arkansas to cover this. I, and Georgia Southern, right? Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Arkansas. With with sound reasoning there of absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. We're providing the best analysis you can find anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mississippi no State at Memphis. at Memphis. Memphis is a three point underdog, but it's at Memphis. And uh, having having lived there for a small period of my life, um, having seen where that stadium is located, it is a very tough place to play. I don't know why it's tough to play there. I know that the Mississippi schools struggle when they go up there and um, possibly because the players go up there and maybe they get like knifed 
the night beforehand and they're having to play <laughs> through injuries. <laughs> I'm not sure specifically, but it's not an easy play. So this is actually, I think it's a pretty good line. Uh, keep it closer than I think people would expect. Uh, any thoughts? Yeah, that's, um, I've been wrestling with this one a little bit this week. Um, I'm in a spread-based pick league, so I end up picking most of these games anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been kind of going back and forth here. I can't... I'm going to go Mississippi State because I just... Like, Memphis, I've seen them a little bit this year, and they look okay, but, like... I don't know. Mississippi State, their defense is really fucking good. Yeah. Give me State. Memphis has scored 42 and 55 against its last two opponents, which are respectively Nichols State and Arkansas State, which isn't too much to write home about. Maybe Arkansas State. I don't know what they're looking like this year. I, I'm not a big Arkansas State, Arkansas State follower. But I, like they seem to be a pretty high-powered offense, all things considered. Um, but Is no, it Arkansas yeah, th- State? Sorry. Go for it. No, go for it. I think Arkansas State is where Butch Jones ended up, isn't it? They score. They put up fifty-five points against the Butch Jones. Oh my mm-hmm. God! Give them. Give me them. No, give me Mississippi State. I think. I think Mississippi State's defense does a lot of work here. Um, fade all G five teams. Fuck them. Come at me. My at is <laughs> at Kofri Gator. Uh, With the number eight and the number eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's two for Mississippi State. This is one of those where it's almost a coin flip for me. Either Mississippi State wins a close one, barely covers, but covers, um, or Memphis actually blows them out. I can see Memphis blowing them out, like badly. Mm-hmm. I think, and I say coin flip, I, I see like a 30% chance of that and a 70% chance of Mississippi State winning it close. If it's close, they're going to win. And um, since, you know, 70%, that's higher than 30% in my personal math world. So give me Mississippi State here. Mm. But I would not be shocked at all to see Memphis win this, like, I don't know, 42 to, to 18 or some shit like that. And Mississippi State fans just freaking out afterwards. So you're giving Mississippi State one more point than Nickel State got. Because Nickel State Memphis was 42-17. Well, I was saying it wouldn't, it wouldn't have. Uh, yeah, I guess, wouldn't I guess so. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the exactly powerhouse, right. Nichols State. Yeah. Don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah. What if instead of Nichols State, it was Nipples State? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. You're not going to get that on any Cover 3 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like the right intro for me. <laughs> uh, and they perform, <laughs> they, they perform really, really well when it's cold out. there's some hard-hitting motherfuckers when it gets cold so speaking of cold nipples uh will muschamp's playing his old team this week (laughs) (laughs) damn nailed it nailed the landing i guess Got got that one uh south carolina is playing at georgia uh this also i don't know if this is actually a trap spread or not but it is a 31 and a half point spread with surprisingly georgia as the favorite how do we feel here? I think Georgia has this game circled. Ironically enough, I, I know they probably have our game circled as well, but it's South Carolina. They have this game circled the same way that we have Memphis 
circle usually where it's not an issue. It hasn't been an issue, but it was once an issue. And so I will forever be paying attention to it for now, from now on. So I think they're paying attention to the scar, uh, to the scar game coming up. And I think South Carolina is not in a position to pull some kind of upset like we've seen them in the past. Cause for all of what Muschamp was worth, uh, he at least had a continuous team. He wasn't like a first year starter starting coach. So I'm going to pick Georgia here to, to cover it and keep that momentum going so that we can stuff it back down their fucking throats. Now, I really want to be your yes and guy here, but you said that we we have Memphis circled. Am I missing? Something? Did I say Memphis? I'm going to go back Missouri. and record that whole thing and say Missouri. Okay, okay. I thought okay. you might have meant Missouri. Okay, wait, yeah. here, here. Take just a clean cut, Zach. Uh, take a clean cut, Tove, and just... There's no me. editing on this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait, here. Missouri. Perfect. Missouri. Yep, got it. Got it. Missouri. I'll be sure to insert that into the correct... That's yes. definitely happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, yeah. I hope I hope nobody pauses the podcast in between me saying that, comments, and then keeps listening, because I'm going to feel very silly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I for one, I for one hope that that does happen. Yeah. Or did you? Never mind. Nah. Um, what are you yeah. eating? Uh, this is a bagel with cream cheese. Ooh. Ooh. Delicious. Not the comedy gold mine I thought that would be, but delicious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have yes ended that. It's a <laughs> it's a bagel with. A uh, bunch of cum on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, he just shoved the entirety of the bagel into his mouth after he said that. It, he's making the choking sign. I don't know if I could help him. Uh, oh, oh, wow. That's a second bagel. Oh, God. He just keeps shoving him in there. <laughs> the bagels just keep coming. <laughs> oh, no. There's cream cheese all over me. You know that, that gif of the girl where they're just throwing hot dogs at her face constantly? It's like that, but bagels. Yeah. Bagels. Yeah, um, 31 and a half points for Georgia. Like, there's a world where in an SEC game, that's unheard of for them to even score that much. But I think that after seeing last week that they can do it against a really shitty team by, by any means. Um, and South Carolina being a really shitty team, I think they can do it again here. And if that happens where Georgia wins this, like, in the 40s to basically three or six, which mm-hmm. very much could happen, and I kind of expect, um, does Stetson Bennett start getting Heisman talk? No. <laughs> I oh, really, God. really fucking hope so. Uh, oh, oh that'd be great. Damn, that would be funny. That's a world I want to live in. So give me Georgia to win this uh, 45 to six. 42 to 6. All touchdowns. No field goals. No, it's Kirby. 45 6. We'll, we'll do it. And he's got Mustang there. They like field goals. 45 6. Agreed. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would put it at more like 38 to 3. But um, yeah. 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 I think this is going to be ugly. Yeah. This will be a Stetson Bennett's Heisman coming out party. And we can promptly shut that down when he plays a real team. But it'll be really fun in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And we'll have the sixth or seventh article in the past four years of the next Georgia quarterback that's going to be winning Heisman. And it'll be great. This is wonderful. I like this timeline. We'll just keep building them up and shooting them down again. Is there uh, any like idea on how long JT Daniels is out? I don't think they've, I haven't seen anything. anything? I haven't looked into it yet. I'm kind of 
I've, you know, I've been laser focused in Alabama. I'm not looking at the sure. next team. I'm, yeah. I'm focused on right. the team right ahead of me. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to get caught looking ahead to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Georgia has a two QB system. Otherwise, Alabama is going to be like a trap game. We don't want that. Mm-mm. No. no. We Gotta don't want to be looking ahead of Alabama, you know, looking past Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Our, our podcast focus is important. So We've got Definitely. Tennessee looming next week. Don't even want to talk about that. You know, one we're going to think this one game at a time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, All right. we'll find out. Auburn, uh, Penn State. Penn State is a five-point favorite, and I believe they're doing some form of whiteout as they are prone to do. Um, connecting the whiteout to toast cum bagel. I'm, I'm struggling to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like my breakfast. <laughs> uh, oh Jesus! Um, yeah, give me uh, give me Penn State to cover five. I would um, lock I up think, Penn State. Yeah, I think they are. I think Penn State is good, other than their quarterback who is named Clifford. I think like the big red dog. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he sucks, but the rest of the team is pretty good. And uh, yeah, Bo Nix is garbage on the road, typically. So, yeah. Yeah, Bo Nix, didn't he throw an interception with 10 on the field against us? Yeah, I think that was him, yeah. Yeah, in the swamp when it was actually allowed. I mean, maybe you you can't improve the person as a player necessarily. You You can improve so much. You can't fix some things. Uh, but you can at least call plays to limit him doing that. That said, I don't think he's going to be able to hear the plays, so it might not matter. And I hate that we're picking all the same here, but this seems like a, a blowout opportunity for Penn State um, because God. I just don't, I don't buy Auburn very much with the coaching staff turnover and Bo Nix leading the way. So yeah. give me Penn State. I, I guess I'll be divisive and say Auburn for the sake of mixing it up. Uh, and if we want a narrative there, it's that they've been blowing out the teams they're supposed to blow out. And Penn State has a shitty quarterback, and I don't think a very impressive running back stable. Was, did I Do I remember that right, or am I totally wrong about that? And they have the next Saquon Barkley on staff? I don't know. They have good running backs. Uh, I don't know if one's hurt. Uh, Noah Kane's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, Noah Kane was good. I, re- I do remember that from just his recruiting profile. But, yeah, give me Auburn, I guess, to – Maybe not even win, just slide in there and make it a two point one point game. Okay. Keep it close. Yeah. Uh, the the next game I included for purposes of, of my entertainment. <laughs> I really wanted to include this. The uh, Central Michigan fighting barbecue sauce making McElwain's playing on the road in Death Valley, where McElwain thrives at LSU, a nineteen point favorite. Can McElwain oh. pull off the hurricane upset again? Also, shout out to Iraqi Jack Shack. Is that his name? Yeah. Who asked about this game in the comments of the last pod? Yeah, that he did. Now we're talking about it. Here it is. And nobody has anything to say. I had that wonderful intro set up. Just sit there with silence. Listen, so, okay. They're, yeah, they're FBS. Central Michigan is an FBS team. Mm-hmm. Huh. Right. McElwain well, didn't subject himself to some FCS loser. That's true. <laughs> Wait, is yeah. he, of, he did have COVID. I think he's back, though. I think he's back. So Yeah, you know what? McElwain thrives in the G5. I, I'm going to take CMU to cover. Give me the fighting McElwains. Yeah, um, and, I, and I sort of hinted at this before. 
Uh, McIlwain has surprised in Death Valley in the past. He knows how to do it. And LSU sucks. They suck hard. Do you remember where you were in 2016 for the goal line stand? I was there. You were there. Wow. Wow. It happened right in front of me. It was fantastic. One that's of the where of my life. That's where review it comes yeah. from. Yeah. You know, yeah. I will. Uh, we'll repost that video. I think that'll be fun. Um, to to we'll put it from the the, the subreddit Twitter. We'll, we'll yes. put that out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, fun little thing to review or yeah. to relive. Review it. Review it. Yeah, that was a great time. Um, you know, the times afterwards weren't so great, but you know, you take yeah. them, you can get them. I gotta go with LSU here. Sadly, hmm. I, I don't believe in McElwain as much as I want to. As much as I want to, give me LSU. What is this? Twenty seventeen. Ha ha ha! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> I will. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, the problem I, there. Is that I just realized <laughs> we'll go we'll go back through and fix this all up later. I realized yeah. that I mixed up the columns and I've been writing Zeus's answers under Toph for a portion of this, so we'll have to fix this out. Uh, this is what we'll you get for having me in charge of this. So you'll just have to listen. You, to the you know what? Yeah, it's it's fine. I'm not. I don't have to do anything, so I'm they fine call, with it. <laughs> they call me No Mistakes Lap for a reason. I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ironic nicknames, like when a really big guy is named Tiny. <laughs> Oh, motherfucker, I did it again. Yeah. Uh, um, give me CMU. LSU is ass. Clap them cheeks. Mm-hmm. Damn, I want to switch it. Can I switch it? Did you if both you take CMU? To. You both took CMU? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm switching it. I, I just can't see it. LSU is ass. They, they are pure ass, and um, yeah. Guys, I need a U word. CMU, clap my uvula. Uvula, clap my uvula. <laughs> Sounds painful. <laughs> or you could also go undercarriage. Clap my undercarriage. There you go. Yeah. Um, We're ready for game day with our signs for when game day takes a quick diversion to CMU LSU. Yeah. Guys, I think I need to stop being on the unedited podcast. I have a couple <laughs> bright moments. No, it's you. You do these really good, like, uh, like interjections, and uh, I'm not quick witted, and so I don't know what to do with it. I'm not good at playing along because I'm I'm slow. Part of it is part of it is you are you are great at this at this, but the the other part being that uh, we have three of us, so sometimes I'll take pauses when the two of you are talking. And just somehow your timing always matches with my pause of, I'm not actually listening to what you said. Yeah. <laughs> so I miss it. And then I hear the pause and I'm like, oh crap, we did it to Zeus again. Here, here we go. Well, you know what? I'm glad we turned it around because everybody really loves the meta talk or the behind the scenes of timing mm-hmm. of podcasts. Yeah, this is, this is yeah. fantastic. This High is good quality content. Right here. I'm sure All right. more moments like that. Uh, moving last, on to the next Last pick. one, Nerd Bowl. There's actually two Nerd Bowls this week. Uh, we're only picking the one. Uh, the one right. we're not picking is Duke and Northwestern. Nerd. Um, yeah, who cares? Um, this one. Due to the, the interesting spread, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stanford at Vandy. Stanford favored by only 12. What am I missing here? I, I've got nothing. 
there's no reason on the planet for them to only have a 12 point to be 12. Like, is it just because they think that Stanford can only score 14 points total? I mean, Stanford just went to USC and scored 42. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, the week before they I, scored seven against Kansas, but yeah, Kansas State rather. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe that's very specifically. Do we think Stanford will score two touchdowns? Do we think UCF Probably. or not UCF Vanderbilt will score? No. Mm, very questionable. I mean, okay, so I'll play devil's advocate. The The reasoning here that I could construct would be um, Stanford is going to have, like, a big game hangover from kicking the shit out of USC and getting Clay Helton fired. Eastside coaching royalty Clay Helton. Bring him <laughs> home. Make him an analyst. Um, I digress. Uh, also, Stanford historically has not done well on the road, particularly in early season out of conference games like this. Um, so I guess those are the two lines of reasoning that could sort of make sense, but I'm going with Stanford. Look very intimidating right now. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a little nervous. Just looming. My God, look at those forearms. Look at those guns, Jesus man. He's just showing it all off. I'm doing my best David Shaw impression. I don't know what David Shaw looks like. No, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, tired, but other than that, I think you yeah. got nailed. Uh, I'm going to take Stanford um, because I like winning. I feel like this is obvious. I feel like yeah. Stanford can score two touchdowns in a field goal, and there you go. There's your cover. Yep. Yeah, this seems like one of those where Vegas is like, this seems like, oh, the Vegas set a trap. Vegas knows more than I do. And – Every single time that I'm like, there's no way they know more than I do. They end up knowing more. But I think for real this time, there's no way they know more than I do. We've all seen Vanderbilt play, and we've seen that Stanford has a pulse. Give me Stanford to double the spread at the minimum. Damn, okay. Is there a word for that in gambling where you double the spread? If not, there should be. And I think think that uh, Stanford will do that. I think you could buy it up to an alternate line probably. Okay, well, I'm I, was, I was thinking that exact thing. Can you buy it up to an alternate line and then bet for the other people? Like, I could, I, I know for a fact that you can change the line to make it for Vanderbilt's favor, but I don't know yeah. if you can, like, spam the, I think Stanford's going to cover by 40 and then give me those 10,001 odds. You should be able to. And You I'm could probably, like, if you're betting enough, you could have, uh, like, a bookmaker, an odds maker, um, you know, like give you specific odds for a custom line like that. You know, some other podcasts waste a bunch of money on bringing in actual odds makers and people who know Vegas and stuff. But we're bringing you the real unfiltered deal right here. Mm-hmm. You're going to get speculation and yeah. people who don't know anything about it. Yeah. And that's what you get when you listen to our wonderful podcast. I fully intend to bring financial ruination to myself <laughs> and my loved ones <laughs> as I develop a habit. And then an addiction over the next two seasons, and Just, then I'm gonna, and then you're gonna lock me in a glass box, and I'm gonna shoot you. Uncut gems reference for anybody who doesn't know it, because I realize I didn't get it at first, but yeah, not gonna get. It. I'm glad you went there. All right, yeah, no, yeah. I saw the look on your face, and it was more concern than laugh, and I've seen that before, but not quite that bad. Uh, yeah, okay, very good. That was nice. 
That was good. Uh, does anybody before we before we sign off? Does anybody want to change their pick for the uh, Florida Alabama game? Has anything changed since then? Not for me. No. If we maybe we hire Clay Helton in the next twenty four hours, and he says professional opinion is to start Anthony Richardson, and then I might change my opinion. But besides, short of that happening, um, no. You do great, Clay Helton. I don't know right what he on. sounds like either. Sounds just like that. Yeah, that was there him. you go. Yeah. Yeah, you listen back, you'll hear it. Yeah, this is a. Th- there's been some some talk recently about you know I mean recently every single day about Anthony Richardson's injury, and uh, I'm I'm really worried that it's just been sort of subterfuge by Mullen where he's just like leaking that oh he's been practicing and then he really isn't mm-hmm. ready to go out there and be fully healthy. Um, so I'd probably drop my I- I'd expand the range of our loss a little bit, but I'm not going to change it. A fair warning to people, uh, if we don't see Anthony Richardson, I'd say it's just as likely that he's actually injured badly as it is Mullen just saying, feed Emery to the Wolves and like planning for later. I know we keep talking about the Mullen mind games. Cold yeah. I know yeah. we keep talking about the Mullen mind games. Is he opening the playbook? Is he closing the playbook? Like how many levels of chess is he playing? It's Dan Mullen, so probably like regular chess. Regular amount of chess Anthony Richardson will play. <laughs> like he's good at the game of chess, but it's probably not anything crazy. He's probably going to play a driver. Do. Does Dan Mullen know how to play chess? Uh, no, he sticks to that. I mean, we, we can confidently <laughs> say that Will Muschamp does not know how to play chess, but can we yeah, confidently no, say that certainly Dan not? Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, Muschamp struggled with Chinese checkers, <laughs> and I mean that's as basic as it gets. Um segment idea for a future podcast construct a chess board based on current florida gator players florida gators chess yeah for instance uh all the pawns are named rick wells yeah right yeah like okay. yeah rick wells is a pawn okay we don't want to give it away but yeah this, you sounds, know, this sounds like a really good idea etc 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 fill in the blanks i already have some ideas swirling around we'll get there yeah i'll give you i'll give you one spoiler rick wells is a pawn but he's also my king <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect that's the ending right there that's all, right. The all right go gators go gators review it